0: Okay, good evening and welcoming Dr. Shirley McKinley today. This is Yemi, your host from Widow Recovery Secrets. Today we're starting a series, as mentioned on my podcast, on having some widow conversations, witty conversations to encourage the public at large to for surviving widows, new widows, people who've just been widowed, long-term widows and whatever place you find yourself. So we welcome Dr. Shirley today. It's lovely to have a guest on my podcast. This is the first time I'm officially inviting someone here. So it's an honor to have you, Dr. Shirley. You're welcome. So oh, thank well, you for having me. Yeah, go on. Thank you. Thank you for coming. We've had a bit of a hiccup, but we are going to continue. So should we go straight into our questions? So, we my,
1: can, definitely.
0: Okay, so my first question today is, how long have you been widowed? Could you just share that briefly?
1: Uh huh. It, it has been three years, three years five months, almost three years, three and a half years. Okay. Uh, April twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen. So, um, I'm three years into the journey.
0: Okay, and what's the journey been like for you?
1: Uh, it has been a roller coaster ride. Um, and it is cyclical. It's not linear. I don't pass one stage and go to the next. I kind of come back uh, to things. So, um, the journey has been intentional, I think, because I realized that I was stuck in anger and if I was going to get out of anger, I needed to be intentional about it. So, um, and some intentionality with it. Uh, but overall, um, I have experienced the love from my extended family, um, and really just outpouring of love. So okay. that has been my...
0: Favorite. So when you say intentional, can I ask you what you mean, you have to be intentional for our audience to understand that?
1: Um. Initially, I was not, and I would... Uh, like I said, I got stuck in anger, and my neck was hurting so badly. And initially, mm. I was going to get massages. Yes. And that would last for about an hour or two, and then it was over. And so then uh, one of my coworkers said, hey, have you considered therapy? And so when I went to therapy yes. and was able to um, talk these things out, uh, that helped a whole lot. So when I say intentionally, like mm-hmm. I made appointments and kept appointments. Okay. Um, and then I'm a journaler. So then I got into journaling more. Yes. Yeah. And uh, expressing more of what was kind of stuck. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I can relate to the journaling. I didn't necessarily find the counseling. Like I went for one or two sessions with a counselor in my church. But it was just too raw for me. But on hindsight now, I think perhaps I went too early. But I just couldn't cope with that, reminding me of what happened. I couldn't talk about that. I just felt. So I gained strength in writing things down and praying more, getting closer to my. Because I'm a Christian and I say it on my podcast. I believe I used to do a lot of more praying and more meditation on the word from the Bible, and it strengthened me internally. And I share in most of my writings that my when I talk about my writing, especially my book, Walking Out of Widowed, the walking out of widowed for me was an internal walk. It started from within when I felt the Lord laid on me that I had to basically take off my sackcloth. And once the moment I felt that my spirit was getting stronger, everything outside of me started to make me move gradually forward little by little. But in the evenings were the most challenging, and that's when I journaled. So I don't know if you can relate to that. When yeah, yeah, that's
1: very similar for me too. In that, um, like you, I'm a Christian too, so I did journal uh, primarily about scripture. Yes. Um, I I started going to therapy like four months in, so okay. it was like that's quite that. Early. Hmm. It was pretty early, but. I know my personality yeah. and my personality has never been just like angry yes, or yeah.
0: aggressive. Mm. Or, yeah, and I was biting people's heads off. Like <laughs> yeah, so you know Sonic is wrong. Yeah, because grief um, is not an easy uh, work, is it? It's not an easy. It's not easy when you lose your husband, no matter how <laughs> encouraging we want to be. I say to people, is it is it easy, Doctor Shirley? No, it's not no. easy. So one
1: of the things. Outside of scripture, I realized that my house looked exactly the same. Yeah. So that it like he could walk through the door any moment. Yes. And yeah. so that was not healthy for me. Yes, so I yeah. kinda had um start changing my house, but one of the very first cause I collect quotes too. So one of the very quote first quotes early on was your house will rise up to meet you.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And it was it was kinda of like once I made the decision to make changes in my house. Yes,
0: yeah. Um I would find like beautiful things on sale. <laughs> yes, yes. it's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I can re- I can relate to that. I mean I didn't have that quote, but what I found is immediately like I decided to start changing my environment. It was just amazing because for me my late husband used to walk from the back of the lounge. So anytime I came in, for a good few months, it was like there was a vacuum, like where is he? So what I had to do, I had to shift the different parts of the lounge, change the colours, put more bright colours in. Total different, I changed the whole house and it made a huge difference. Yeah, Yeah, it it does. Okay. Could you mention three solutions you have implemented to three personal challenges you had when you, well, maybe now or even when it first started as a widow. Three solutions that you applied to personal challenges to help our audience.
1: The first, I would say challenge, uh, so my 49th birthday, I didn't celebrate it. And it was just, um, mm -mm. so it was a, a challenge for me with the 50th to, you know, enjoy life. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: It was, I got a passport. Um, I went on a trip, yeah. Then afterwards, I said I would give myself 50 new experiences for my birthday. So it was, um, like back to that intentionality, like really um, embrace new
0: things, yes, 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 the
1: world. So that was one of. Like my challenge was not to just sit in the house and become reclusive, instead, to get yes, out yes, and get yes. some. Mm. Um, another challenge was um, not financial, in that I could, um, m- when I say financial, it was I hadn't made financial decisions by myself.
0: Yes, yes.
1: In over 20 years. Mm, mm. So. like I needed a new car like my car was like not happy yes not that wasn't cute it just like to be
0: safe yes yes I understand yeah
1: and so it was um that was a huge big deal for me Mm. to go and handle business
0: yeah yeah
1: so your husband so would normally
0: is, go with you, I presume. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Yes, and even example, in terms of cars, you you decide which car. They tend to know which one is which better and all of that. Right. Yeah. Right. I choose
1: the color and the interior. He handled the yes. negotiation. Yes. So, yes.
0: Yes. Uh, so did you do this yeah, by yourself or you went with someone? I
1: did that by myself. Wow. All by myself. Yes. Yes. So that was a big
0: deal.
1: So now I think I've taken on. um, I've been able to take on financial decisions.
0: Yes, yes, so yes.
1: So that's a hurdle initially.
0: Mm,
1: yeah. Um, and so that whole get over fear part. Yes, yeah. Um, faith over fear.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. Um, and number
1: three? Then, uh, three is just self-care. Yes, yeah. You know, for yeah. so long, I put everybody first. Mm, mm, um, mm my children my husband my family yeah and so now um really say what i need yes Um, so that has been very that's been a shift in my
0: thinking okay yeah Yeah, because i it's interesting you said that because when you're with a spa with your spouse for so many years we we do all these things together it's only when there's a vacuum you realize wow the main role as much as you complement each other there's certain roles individuals bring to the union that make it special and i presume when the person departs that's when it becomes more obvious or pronounced that this role is why i have to take on now because i can relate to the, part, the bit about the car or even the DIY, because my late husband was very good at DIY and everything. He was very good with his, I built my kitchen, he built my bathroom. So now I yeah. have to go and get all these workmen. And sometimes I had to keep up his picture on the wall. So when the men came, they thought they were still a man. So they wouldn't give me very expensive quote. I used to say, oh, when my husband comes back, because I, I learned quite early that if they know you're a single female, people can charge you overpriced items and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's thank yeah, thank you. It's amazing, isn't it? But um, it but in the context of all of that, I tend to appreciate that at least one I got to love before. They say it's better to have loved than never to have loved before, isn't that so? Yes, I yeah, think so. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Okay, and so then, yeah,
1: um,
0: you know what your standard is. <laughs> yes, yeah. But do you think just this is just throwing this to add to what we've just said is. Do you think there's a tendency for widows when we've lost our husbands to over-idolize the relationship? Which may, which what I'm trying to say is like some people, because they can't move on, I find sometimes they've over-idolized. They've made the relationship so like heaven that they feel nothing else could. Do you think that tends to happen?
1: I think it does happen. Um, I have not Well, I think I saw enough. So when my grandmother and my grandfather, my grandfather died, um, I had seen enough of women becoming widows Mm. where I knew that that happened. There's that, like, pseudo-sainthood. That's sad, that's
0: sad.
1: And, um, you know, I've seen women talk about their um, their husbands who passed Mm. as if they were saints. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't, I think I knew I I had seen it before. That's not necessarily what we do. Like I said, um, I was in anger for a minute. So I was just mad, mad that you left, mad Mm -hmm. that you didn't give me my home happily ever after. Yeah, You know, all these kinds of things. So I had to get past that. But yeah, um, he was human. He wasn't a saint. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank
0: you for that. Hmm. Because I just find that makes people not able to move forward. Like they keep saying they might, their does burns and all of that. And I find it's contrary to what the word says. Anyway. Okay. So the next question I wanted to ask you was, what have you become a master at since your loss? And could you convert this to a stream of income?
1: Um, Master is a big (laughs) word. But I think... I did get a book published, so I'm happy about that. Yes, yes, yes. So, I believe will and can become a stream of income.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Uh, It's interesting. I think people, so now a lady approached, someone I knew very well, though. Yes. But she approached to be her mentor and her coach. Yes, yes. Or she's an up-and-coming artist. Okay. And it's... um, kind of get out of her comfort zone and put art, her art into the world. Okay. And so, um, I think people have, you know, people see varied things in your experience. Yes,
0: yes, and, Yeah. Um,
1: uh, I think she may have seen me just taking some bold steps. Yes,
0: yes, in my yes,
1: life yes. And um, asked me to coach her on
0: boldness. Yes, brilliant. So, yeah. Yes. So, I'm would you say boldness is your mind. what you've mastered yet? You've been a master at. I
1: think so. I've mastered boldness. Praise God. I've Praise taken God. Some
0: big steps. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I must say you're glowing. You don't look like a widow who's been widowed for just over three years. You look beautiful. It's not. Yeah. So, what purpose have you found out of loss? I presume you've touched on a bit of that, finding a purpose out of your loss. But just going a bit deeper into that, what other purpose? What greater purpose would you say you, you found out of the pain of losing your spouse? Um. Just uh, like even before
1: that, I've always believed that we are all here to bring people closer to God. Yes. Right? Yes. So, um, whether it's you sing or you do art, whatever you do, I mm. mean, at the end of the day, use it for the glory of God. Yes. So, um, for me, with the writing, I think I'm trying to use that uh, to to uh, give him glory. Yes, uh, yes, there's so a lot of pain. Yes. But... I think that I'm honoring my husband by mm-hmm. keeping his name alive Yes. In the book, mm-hmm. and then also um, letting his story and my story be one that can bring people closer to God. Mm-hmm. So I kind
0: of mm-hmm. my right now and yes. more purposeful. Yes. Yeah. So, so were you a writer before your husband died? Where did you have that skill already? Would you say?
1: I think, I always journal. Okay. I've always, written. yeah. Um, I even always said that I would likely, not guaranteed, likely publish a book, but I thought it would be an educational book. Yes, yes. For children. Yeah, well. I like, never, in nowhere yeah. in my mm. imagination did this topic come up. It's amazing, but, yeah. Mm, So Um, that's why I said maybe the purpose is mm, mm.
0: really turn the pain into purpose. Yes. Because what I found as well is, as much as when I'm encouraging widows, I I say, find, grasp a greater dream from the loss. But I believe, as a Christian, that even before the loss, there was giftings in us that were there. God's always deposited something in us. But when certain things happen, it's the season for it to be magnified and to be used as you say for the purpose of the kingdom which is to bring people closer to God I think all of us so any widow listening tonight no matter where you are at with your walk in your loss there's a special gift or giftings you have that is going to make you focus and enable you to walk out of your pain you might not find it yet But I always say, seek the Lord while you can. Even if you don't know the Lord, ask the Lord to reveal himself to you. Because he does. Because he wants all of us to know him. All right. We'll go on to the next question. Um, Name three factors that still keep you inspired. Continuously keep you inspired.
1: Um. Like I said, new experiences keep yes. me inspired. Yes. Like there's no shortage of new experiences yeah. out there, so yeah, um, I can, you know, travel more, yeah, uh, uh, try things more. Uh, that keeps me inspired. Yeah. Um Also, I was blessed with a gr- a really good friend group, young. Yes. So. Um, so, to any widow, I would encourage, you know, go back to the things that gave you joy before you got married.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So you truly enjoy those. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and so, I, I have some friends who um, have really come, they just check in and invite me places. Yes, and so, yeah. one of the um, things that I have always said and say in the book is, when people invite you, just say yes.
0: Yes, yeah, you know,
1: just yeah. Say So hmm. that, and of course, my family, my parents, my sister and her family, my sons, um, they inspire me. Okay. Um, so I think the energy, when hmm. they do things, it energizes me. And then when I do things, it energizes them.
0: Yeah. Then <laughs> Alright, one question I'm going to ask you now, which is, um, I'm asking you this question because when I do, when I talk to widows and I encourage widows and I offer coaching, the purpose in the end is through the recovery, the journey, I always believe it's lovely if a widow can remarry again. So I'm asking you today, mm-hmm. is this something you would consider? Would you ever? Have you ever thought or do you see remarriage in your future?
1: Yes, good. I'm open to it. Good. Um, you know, I don't believe we're here to be alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think there's joy and companionship.
0: Yes, yeah. Um,
1: yes, I'm open to that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, because just tie, tying what you said to the last thing we were saying about. You being inspired when people invite you out. And what some people say... Because I say to people... When I'm offering coaching... I say to people that coaching is not so much about... There's some element of counselling... But it's about trying to define your future. You look at the pain and what can you do... What can you gain from that pain... To see your next level of growth... Or personal development, healing. So I say to people... So some people say they're not ready. So that's why when people want to coach with me... I say... I think you should have been widowed at least a year or two because there's some widows under a year. When they get invited out, they're not ready to go out yet. So I right. yeah so I touch on my... When I'm coaching, I say to people, I talk about the signs of when you're not ready. When you're not really ready, it ties even into wanting a new relationship. Some people are not ready to socialize yet. They still stay within the circle of just family. They're not ready to navigate the social setting. But whilst when you start to be open to, be, to invitations, to want to go out and everything. It's a sign that you're gradually healing and you're gradually would open yourself perhaps to new friends first. And I talk about opening your heart to love as well. I think it's a conscious decision. I don't know what you think. You have to consciously open your heart to love again as well. Do you agree? I agree.
1: With that. I, agree. I remember the day, really, the whole—I don't know—few months afterwards, maybe even up to a year. Yeah. I said "I'll never remarry. I'll never remarry." Mm-hmm. That was something that I verbalized yes. to my sister yeah. and everybody. But um, later, I realized that that would be a very lonely life.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Um, yeah. And so, you know, have I gone on a lot of dates? Not really, um, but so when I say, yeah, when people invite you out, mm. it might be ladies, it might be men, yeah, you know, just your friends mm. inviting you to parties, but in those settings, you have the opportunity to potentially meet somebody, yes, so yeah. I don't know, I don't mean, I yeah. just think open to new experiences, open to new people, yes, like you yes, said, open yeah. heart, it's
0: very important, open yeah
1: you can be in these
0: new environments and mm. with new people, but if the heart is closed, yeah, it's not gonna work. <laughs> so, can I just ask? So, why I want I'm playing devil's advocate here now. So now, so as your language changed to, I am going to get married again. I would like to get married again. Has that, has that now changed? Has that dialogue changed to that. Do you say I think to yourself? So.
1: Do, I do you
0: say that to yourself now that I would like to get my day game
1: yes uh-huh. I said it took me longer to get there than before immediately yes. I was like, never going to marry again mm-hmm. so it has a slower climb to this okay. realization yeah. but I do believe um, that people need companionship number one yeah. but then also you know just like you, like in our marriage, yeah, we yeah. were able to use our gifts for the betterment of our family. Of course, yes, yeah. We still have that same opportunity. Mm, yes, yeah. And now all we do is get a little bit older and a little bit wiser. Yes, and yeah. to
0: do that better. Yes. Than yeah. Before. Yeah. That's a yeah. That's an amazing talk. That's an amazing thing you've said because I always say to people that. If anything, when you do want to remarry, because you've done it before, you've, there's a lot of things you might even decide you want better than before, or you don't want this, or you want that now. And I believe if you can conquer the fear of, the different kinds of fear that come in when we lose our spouses, and the fear of what the world is going to say, and you start to discover who you are again and what you really want, you put your foot forward and open that heart and do not rush. And I believe through meditation in the word and finding direction in the Lord, you will find, finally meet that person. But there's no haste. It's recovery, isn't it? Recovery first. And then gradually, you will know when you're ready. And when the right person comes, may you see the person.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah? And yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. You know, who you are. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I'm going to so I'm gonna say I'm gonna try and round up now because I noticed we've got a few more minutes left. But can I thank um Dr. Shirley McKinley for coming today? I hope this networking would continue. And can okay. I please direct you to Amazon to get a book? It's on it's entitled Wed to Widow and it's an amazing book. Yes, yeah, so it's possible to, to have lost and yet to gain again to marry again so find it on Amazon and my book is Walking Out of Widowed you'll find it on the link on paper on my site. Thank you Dr. McKinley, it's been an interesting conversation and I believe tonight we've shared the hope that we both have in common and many widows have and will still reach to have that are still hurting thank you very mm-hmm. much Yeah, and thank you. Uh, thank you and I'm signing off now This is Yemi Majekodumi from Widow Recovery Secrets. Remember, there's always hope
1: after loss. Please dare to dream a great dream. Thank you.